Whether we like to admit it or not, most of us have fallen into some toxic money lies at one time or another. How do you spot them? How do you correct them? And how do you replace them with the truth? Keep listening. Welcome to this week's episode of The Catholic Money Show. I'm your host, Amanda Texera, joined by... Jonathan Texera, your husband and (laughs) co-host. Yes, and I am so excited to dive into this new mini-series that we're going to be doing over the summer, over the kind of remaining weeks of the summer. Uh, And it is going to be all about toxic money lies that we see people falling into. And the interesting thing about them, and we're going to take one of these each week and kind of dissect it and figure out what what it's saying, what's underneath it, where it's hollow and false, and actually what's the truth around it. Uh, I can't wait to do that. Mm, Love it. Mm. Living in the light. That's what we're all about around here, and especially when it comes to money. Uh, You will be shocked, though, that these are not all going to be, you know, this is the Catholic Money Show. So you might think, oh, they're going to tackle secular beliefs about money. And that will definitely be true. But we have heard plenty of toxic money beliefs, even in Christian and even Catholic circles. Uh, And we are going to talk about that. Some are on one side of the spectrum of kind of um, flirting hard with hating money. Some are flirting on the other end of the spectrum of being obsessed with money, but trying to cloak it in Christian language. (laughs) And we are going to uncover it all because it deserves to get the, the hood popped on it and to take, take a look around. Mm, open the hood, open see the hood. what's going on underneath there. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, what I meant. Yeah, I hear you, I got you. <laughs> so what are we talking about today? What is our phrase oh, man. for today? So th- we debated, there, there's so many goodies that I just, I cannot wait to dive into. <laughs> so it was just a- Or baddies maybe. <laughs> baddies, yeah, which ones do we wanna tackle first? And this one uh, comes to us, from a conversation we had a couple of months ago um, with a, a Catholic couple. Um, one is an, an entrepreneur, another one works kind of just a regular job. Um, and they were kind of talking about the lifestyle that they have designed, which, oh, lifestyle design, that'll be another, another episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be another one. Um, but they dropped the phrase, we work hard so we deserve it. And that, my friends, is what we're going to talk about in this episode. Mm, there's I've, a lot and I have in heard, this one I, little sentence. Yeah, I've heard iterations of this phrase or this exact phrase in a hundred different All conversations. Over the place run into this. I work hard so I deserve it. I mean, I run into this in my own brain sometimes. Mm, yes. You know, maybe it's not some big purchase, but I'll be like, yeah, I worked hard. I'm, I'm going to have that piece of candy. I, I, or whatever it is. I worked hard, so I get a reward. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was out mowing the grass. I'm cracking that fizzle. Or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> That's your reward? <laughs> I'm a simple man. Sounds like a more of like a need. You're dehydrated <laughs> and you need hydration. <laughs> um, but when it comes to, to money, this one can get really tangled really quickly. Mm-hmm. But... Before you think, all right, I'm just going to, you know, select all and hit delete. 
there is something here. Maybe you do deserve something. Sure, yeah. Under all of these money lies that we're going to talk about, and I'd say almost a majority of lies out there. Oh, yeah. There is a tiny bit of truth inside of them. Mm -hmm. And it just gets lies layered around it. And they're all kind of interconnected. But being able to spot the truth and peel it out away from all of the gunk Mm. is where we want to go. Exactly. So, yeah, let's chalk this one out. There's a few different... er, Kind of we're angles. Gonna be at a we're gonna things here. go at mm-hmm. this, and you touched on the first one. Yes, I work so hard, so I deserve it. Yes, maybe you do deserve it. Maybe you do you do deserve some sort of a reward. I mean, we talk about you know people getting out of debt, right? When we got out of debt, we celebrated. We made debt-free donuts, mm-hmm. and we even saved up and then went to Rome a couple months later. Yeah, and so or we we encourage other folks if you have a financial goal that you're working toward, put a little reward on that thing. Absolutely. Right? That help that works with just kind of the, the way we've been created, the way we're built to kind of have an external source of motivation mm-hmm. to pull mm-hmm. us towards that, whatever it is. So that can be really helpful. Maybe, and you know, maybe you do deserve it. You know, you do deserve maybe a little bit of recognition for that good job you did yeah. or whatever it is. So yes, sometimes, yeah, you can deserve stuff. Yeah, you do deserve it. And one of my favorite phrases in the Catholic world is the phrase, both and. Mm. And I remember when I had fallen away from the church and was Protestant for a while, this was one of those terms I ran into kind of on my way back into the church. Mm. And it confused the living daylights out of me (laughs) because it seemed like it applied in so many scenarios, these Catholics and their both and. (laughs) Having your cake, eating it too. What is this about? (laughs) And so, like with this, yeah, you might deserve some things, but this is a both-and scenario. You don't deserve everything. Yeah. Okay? So, there, we're, 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 we are speaking out of both ends of our mouth here. You deserve some things. Mm-hmm. You are a human being made in the image and likeness of God, and your money should have your back. It's been designed to be able to have your back and to help you uh, live out your identity as a son or a daughter of God to be fruitful. And we did have an episode a few episodes back, maybe you can link to it in the show notes, Mm -hmm. about maximum fruitfulness. Your money should absolutely be supporting maximum fruitfulness for you in your vocation. And so, yes, you deserve your money to support all of the things that support maximum fruitfulness, but you don't deserve everything. And so no matter how hard you worked, sometimes you just need to draw lines Mm -hmm. and we need to be able to put in boundaries and we need to say, I'm rewarding myself up to this and no more, no more, because we were not created for comfort. We were created for greatness. We were not created just to spoil ourselves and to endlessly spend on ourselves. That actually inevitably ends up enslaving us and trapping us. And so it's always about this balance, right? And that's where the virtue of um, temperance can come into play. You deserve some things. You just don't deserve everything, even if you had unlimited amounts of money. And that right there, I think, is a is a very Catholic approach to that. Yeah, it's... Uh... This phrase, this idea, is not an excuse 
to go crazy. No, right. We, I was going to add in something there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, after you, you know, on that journey towards maximum fruitfulness, you've kind of gotten all of uh, your money kind of working for you. Um, you know, I've seen this happen in our own life. You're out of debt. You have your emergency savings established. You've got your investments turned on. You're kind of on that last back half of the the um, building wealth journey and living generosity. And we've had this discussion ourselves of, okay, great. We, every time we want to increase our lifestyle, the Texeras have discerned that we also increase our giving alongside of that. Because we don't just, we're not going to be the ones who just keep pressing green, green lighting more paychecks towards the Texeras. We want to always make sure that we're in lockstep with every time we're going to go ahead and, you know, release more funds into our life for this, this, that, or another reason that's in line with maximum fruitfulness for us, we are also going to be giving more and living generously. So we like to kind of pair those two things together and that. I think that they're intertwined mm. and I think that they keep each other healthy, if that makes sense. Sure. So that you're not just constantly, you know, as your disposable income grows as time goes on, you're not just endlessly now spending more on yourself. You're in lockstep with others as you're also benefiting from that income. You're also taking care of more people too. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Now, hidden in here, this phrase, right? I work hard, so I deserve it. Mm. I think it can be, um, can use it as, as an excuse mm. to to offset our guilt about the decision we're making. Ooh. So it, in some ways, it doesn't even, it, it's not about, it's not a reward for the work that we did. It's Has a justification the, yeah. <laughs> for the choice I would like to make. Ooh, it's, you've created an echo chamber for your <laughs> impulse spending at Target? <laughs> Or on Amazon or whatever. And, and it can be bad, especially, right, if if this decision is working against your other decisions. Yeah. If your action here is setting you back, making progress other places, right? This is the, I went to the gym, I worked out for 20 minutes, now I'm going to eat five Big Macs because <laughs> I worked so hard. <laughs> Well, I, right. I would have been better off if I never went to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Which is why I didn't go today, honey. Uh, so when it comes to money, mm -hmm. this can be a cover-up, can be an excuse, a justification for overspending, out-of-control spending, mm -hmm. just undisciplined spending. Yep. So maybe you're not, you know, putting yourself in, in maybe financial danger with some of this spending, but it's not really working for you. It's not moving you closer to a financial goal. Yeah. It's, you, just, you it's a justification for an emotional outlet of spending. Yes. And I think a, another, a hallmark, if you're using this phrase, but you still have debt, you don't have any emergency savings, you're not setting aside money for the future as far as investments go or different savings that you need to have lined up go. And you're, this is where I think I see this phrase most used most often. Hmm. People that are feeling the stress and strain of financial pressure because of the debt, because of living paycheck to paycheck. You know, they're feeling the pressure and they're looking for um, a, a medication. Like it's begging to be medicated. Hmm. And oftentimes the most prudent path forward would be 
you know, not spending on this, that, or another, and instead directing it towards paying off the debt or building up the savings or getting out of paycheck to paycheck. But this pressure is so real and people don't have good outlets for it or healthy coping mechanisms. So the easy one is to spend money, get a dopamine rush, get a dopamine hit um, so that your brain lights up and now you have this tangible thing, a Big Mac, a necklace, whatever crap was you saw on Amazon. <laughs> um, and this idea of like, well, I'm so behind anyway, what's it to get a $20 item? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I work so hard, I deserve this. That's kind of that final blanket and then hit push yep. on the order now. It's almost it's <laughs> almost as if it, it's a, the phrase is preceded by saying but. Mm. I'm in a really tough spot with my finances and things are a mess, but I worked really hard, you know, with the kids all day today, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or I put in extra hours at work today, or boy, it was really tough, you know, doing all the landscaping outside. I deserve to get whatever, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And the truth under this is that you do work hard. Maybe. Most of us do. Mm-hmm. I don't know anybody who doesn't work hard. You lazy bum. <laughs> um, and... Oh man, that threw me off my track. Sorry. Oh no. We 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 do work hard. And I think a lot of us, oh, yes. a lot of you listening, work too hard mm. to mess up what you're working hard for. Yes. That's what I was going to say. You do work hard. And so don't create more stress and weight and pressure for yourself down the line. You got to work harder. Exactly. You're just building <laughs> your you're you're creating a cycle now of this endless, hopeless loop that you can't get out of. Mm-hmm. And so this idea of every time you have a hard day thinking you need a reward, that right there is a broken loop. And you've got to find a different path out of it. Yeah. Life's really hard. My favorite phrase ever, and I'll probably work this into 90% of these podcast episodes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm going to say. I believe I know what you're going to Saint Teresa of Avila, doctor of the church, my absolute favorite female saint, compared this earthly life by saying, it's a bad night at a bad inn. (laughs) And haven't we all stayed at the nasty motel with the semi-wet carpet? (laughs) (laughs) That was middle school for me. Carpeted bathroom. Where you can't even sleep because you don't even know what's been in this room, what kind of bugs might be lurking. What is currently in the room with you. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. That is, I mean, there is so much beauty this side of heaven, but my gosh, it is a bad night at a bad inn, folks. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to have a lot of days that we come to the end of it having worked hard or even suffered doing the work that we were called to. And we will not. Our reward, if we try to reward all of those, Mm. we're just going to come up short every dang time. Knowing that my reward is coming, that the respite I need, I crave, I desire, and I long for, it's on the way. It's just a little delayed. It's like a lost bag. You know, you flew on the airlines. It's coming someday. You don't know when. (laughs) It's out there. Just know that it is. And that, to me, has been more comforting Mm. than a bubble bath. You know, oh, self-care, I need, no, no. Heaven is coming, 
that's the respite I need. Get to bed, do what God calls me to do, move on. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, that's just like, that is really what's underneath that. Yeah. All right. I'm going to say this. Okay. If this phrase, this idea is, I don't know, like a a house, Mm -hmm. a building, I think we've been throwing rocks through the windows. I think we've been dismantling some of you know the pieces, the rusty door. We've been re- we've been Demoed wrecking it. it. Okay, mm. haven't but right to the now. Root? I am standing Jack in Hammer? front of no no no. I am standing in front of the the big like plunger that when I push it down, Ooh, TNT is going to make the thing just implode. <sighs> this is it. This is you see you you hear this phrase and you go you know what maybe there is something off about this idea. And you can't quite place your finger on it. Well, get your pointer out because we're going to place it right on it right now. The pulse. The thing that is so wrong with this idea, I work hard so I deserve it, mm. is I work you hard. deserve the thing because you worked hard. Mm. That your worth is tied up in what you do or have done. Mm-hmm which is not the case at all. No. Guess Every wh- human person has inherent worth and dignity. Yeah. Guess what? I could sit on the couch all day, do nothing, and I still deserve to eat and have a glass of water. Or if somebody was incapacitated mm-hmm. and couldn't physically work, or you're a child, you deserve to be taken care of just by the fact that you are a human being. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you do or what you've done. You don't have to perform. You don't have to earn. You can receive good things from God, from others, from your neighbors, from your family, and you don't always have to quote-unquote work hard to get it. And that right there, I mean, this is this is this idea though, do they call it like the Protestant work ethic? Or I'm not sure. That's a the phrase American about work ethic or there, whatever. There, this is where I, I'm betraying some of my ignorance. I know that there is a formal like heresy that is based <laughs> on this idea. Probably multiple. There's a name. But I don't for know it. what they are. It's a something ism. <laughs> Some ism. And uh, but it's just yeah that your that your worth is tied up in what you do. It's a cheesy thing. I'm gonna guess it came around in the 70s. But right, this idea that uh, you are a human being, not a human doing. Come. That that's a phrase. It's a thing I've heard. Yeah. Oh okay. Um, but it is. Mm. We True. our worth is because we are, mm-hmm. not because of of what we do, and that is the the foundation, the cornerstone. Of this lie, everything else is there because it's it's well, you worked hard, you like it's not no, you are, you are, and you are love, and you do deserve some good things. Yes, maybe not that particular thing you're thinking of in this particular moment that you want to say this phrase, but you do deserve good things. Yes, yeah, and on the flip side of that. You know, I don't want people to mis- misread my me sitting on the couch thing. That was a, That's assuming like maybe I had surgery and I, I'm sick and I'm down now. 
if I'm just choosing to sit there out of pure laziness and abandonment of my vocational responsibilities, <laughs> should you give me everything on a on a on a silver platter? No, no. It's no. gonna be a lukewarm <laughs> hot dog on a paper plate. No, I'm just kidding. It'd be good. It'd be good. No, but really, like there is also there is a dignity in work. Absolutely. And that is another conversation. That's a bucket of conversation. That is another conversation. We are all made for some kind of work. And it's going to look different for all of us, depending on our type of um, talents that we've been given, the abilities that we have, uh, all our age, our, our physical ability, all of that. But it is we need to separate this idea that I have to work hard in order to deserve anything. Because again, at the end of the day, some of us, some of us will work jobs that are more traditional. I'd say most of us will work a job where we, we, work, we work hard, you know, whatever that means, 30, 40 hours a week, whatever, and we get a paycheck. Other people are going to be in situations where they work for a family corporation or something where it just looks really different. Um, and they're, or they're a part of a religious community and they work really hard, but they never get a paycheck. And so it's time to just break down this obsession we have with working hard leading to compensation and that somehow that whole cycle is a reflection of my worth and value and dignity. Yes, we should work. We should work hard. It's an integral part of being a, a happy human. We should have good things, but they are not necessarily linked. Yeah, right. And that like thinking that there is this um, unbreakable bond and you only get one by doing the other, that's the lie, mm -hmm. the core of this lie. Mm -hmm. Boom. Bada bing, bada boom. There's a few Lie others. refuted, myth busted, whatever else he'd say. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few more that kind of piggyback off of this one that we will continue exploring. Mm. But we're going to take one of our little isms or phrases yeah. or lies. One bite at a time. One episode at a time, just so we can actually do them to justice that they deserve and get into the meat and bones. So stay tuned for the next one. Should I tease it? No. I? No, okay. Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. And uh, let us know what you think about this episode. Let us know how you yourself have sometimes believed in this. I mean, I... Uh, this is an ongoing battle for me in my own mind and head and heart to undo this one. So share on social media. Let us know in the DMs or uh, share it with others. That's how other people can find our podcast, whether you share on social media or you share wherever you listen to word podcasts. Mouth. Word of mouth, whatever it know. is. We'd love for you to help get the word out. Um, not a lot of Catholics talking about this whole money thing. And so we really want to help bring about a, a financially literate and generous generation of Catholics. And so with your help, with your sharing and letting other people know that we're here, that is going to help us go about accomplishing that really important and really big mission. Until next time, bye for now. Thanks for joining us today. You can learn more about this show and the Wallowin program at wallowin.com. Music in this episode is from Dylan Gardner. 
Listen to his new album, Almost Real, on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your music. See you next week.